0: Today on Geekedeming Powers.
1: And uh, when my book was announced as the, and I did not expect that, as the winner, you could see the, the red sea of journalists that parted away and left. And I really? was uh, there. Why? Yes. Because it's science fiction. It's not good. It's not very old literature.
0: You are listening to Geekdom Powers, the podcast about people empowered through their geekiness. Welcome back! My name is Guy Hasson, and this is Geekdom Powers. Geekdom Powers is a podcast that creates a huge, giant, World-sized quilt of the geeks around the world. Each person is a story, and together we are one story, one huge geek verse quilt. Today's guest is Michelle Laframboise, a French-Canadian author who has been writing books and comics for a few decades now. In Geek Them Empowers, we talk about geeks who empower themselves. She is certainly that. She has created a way to publish stories, comics, and books. For herself, more than most authors, she publishes in French and in English, and yet maybe you haven't heard of her, or maybe you've heard of her recently because one of her stories was published in Asimov's. I reached out to her because I wanted to talk to her about the path she'd taken. She has completely different energies from any previous guests, as you will see, and she will tell us about the path she'd taken and the books, comics, and stories she's written and is writing. I'll just say that she did the interview with me wearing a special hat and glasses, which we will talk about now. What is that on uh, the hat?
1: Uh, this is it. my uh, uh, steampunk goggles. Yes. So uh, they were made in Nantes by the, uh, an artisan that I met uh, maybe four or five years ago. And uh, I lost my first pair and I, I managed to found back the artisan. And from Canada, I, I ordered another pair. So, in fact, I ordered two pairs bef- because uh, I was afraid to lose one because uh, it's my trademark image. Uh, yes. I'm working on some steampunks, but uh, I mainly do space opera science fiction.
0: They look really good. Can you see with them if you put them on your eyes? Can you uh, see? No,
1: not really. Yeah. Look.
0: But they look really good. Oh
1: my god! Oh yes, I, I like those. But yes. uh, it's 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 mainly for the for the salon. You know? but I, I really like to uh, this hat. I have it since ten years at least, and uh, I'm always with uh, that hat. Often, nice. so the people they recognize me at uh, in the fair.
0: Nice. So I, I'd like to go through your history, if that's okay. Yeah. How did you first like? You know your fantasy science fiction comics how did you get into
1: that world uh, uh the, behind me you can see a row of uh, black books that are the uh, marabou the marabou uh, fantastic collection in science fiction that my father read so my first influence was my father who liked science fiction a lot and he read a lot and there was the old Star Trek and the old uh, uh, science fiction show of the 60s also, uh, when I was a child. And uh, there, there was a lot of things. And uh, also, uh, I like to, um, uh, my first books was uh, Asimov, the Robots of Asimov, one of my first books. And I like all the imagining a new society, uh, different things. So uh, I went, but I love the science, so I studied in science mainly.
0: It's nice. And how did you, when did you start like writing as a child?
1: Uh, uh, very late. very uh, late. I started, yes, yes, because my first uh, love was comic books. Uh, what happened is when I was uh, 12, to 14, uh, in secondary school, I wanted to write like uh, science fiction, uh, like the big uh, space opera of Edmond Hamilton and uh, things like that. And uh, the problem was uh, in our French class, uh, there only there was only one kind of literature. It was the Valina flavor, uh, the old lace Valina flavor that was uh, author, uh, dead author, dead European male authors. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Uh, anything beside that was uh, there were two science fiction books at a point, but they were like a uh, 1984, like uh, uh, books became uh, that became classics. But uh, for me, they were very depressing books, so uh, it didn't push me toward writing science fiction. But I did uh, do uh, began to uh, as a to draw uh, comic books. And so I had four uh, uh, while i was studying i had also a, a career in uh, uh, comic books and uh, whoops forgot one whoop. this is one of my uh, first uh, it's yes it's a fantastic story about someone who wants to write uh, to play piano but without uh, doing the years of of, uh, of practice and so eventually she gets the, the girl in the story gets the pianist talent. And it's all the story of who the responsibility of that after who will she repair what she done. So well, uh, I
0: just say, because not everything is visual, it, it's this will be on YouTube, but it's also in audio. So it's a yeah, big only, book. It's very oh, impressive. I, it's really oh, big. Okay. Yeah. Impressive art.
1: So uh, I, I did several uh, stories and I do have a blog also, uh, which is my uh, savant Fol blog, Mad Scientist blog, but also it's a Sunday artist blog in English. And I have maybe uh, about 100 comics on that, like uh, gag.
0: That's a lot. I want to go like in order. Yeah, comics don't happen in one day. That takes time. And you drew that, Pianissimo, you drew that?
1: What, uh, which uh, one, that one?
0: Yes. Yes, I, I
1: did all, I did the, I, I did the, 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 I did the, the, all everything, the no, scenarization and, yes, the scenarization and the, uh, the, the, so it was, uh, I, I, I like to do architecture too, so there's a lot of complicated things, but it took me maybe 10 years to do that at the time because I was studying also, wow. and uh, eventually I did also, uh, um, like uh, more. Uh, let me just show you. Uh, you see, I, I do also some um, like uh, more. Uh, some this is one my my one of my uh, page. So this is the fun of uh, writing. Mm-hmm. So I, I do. This is on my blog uh, Sunday Artist. Uh, what I do is a lot of uh, cartoonish. So I have a realist style, I have a cartoonish style, and uh, I did a lot, a lot of cartoonish, cartoons. but in my realistic style, about uh, in the 90s, what happened? One day I started a comic book and it was a science fiction story, uh, near fiction. And then I found out that, oh, it's a a lot of thing to draw, a lot of details. And I say, okay, I will write it, it will be easier. It wasn't easier. (laughs) It took a long, a long time too, but eventually I managed to get it published in uh, the first years of the tw- two thousand years, and uh, after that I published in uh, young adult. Because well, how did you did, get uh, published
0: originally? Like,
1: why did you just send it and they accepted it? Uh, my first, yes, but my first, my first publication in young adult uh, where the. Uh, two series. This is the second series. Uh, it's a series of uh, spacefaring super gardeners society, and uh, those are not humans, but uh, they, like uh, they know about humans. And it was very funny because their point of view is different, their culture is very different. And uh, the uh, two of those uh, went uh, finalists at literary award, like general literature awards. It's not easy like that one.
0: Mm-hmm. It's. Uh,
1: it's not easy for space opera, because uh, what I do is, um, I do not uh, hide the fact that I'm a science fiction writer first and foremost, nor that I do space operas. And uh, like uh, even uh, one of this, uh, which is called uh, the Cousin Entropy, uh, This is uh, the, uh, th- this is a story at the end of the universe. So I see very very far. <laughs> that well, one. What does the
0: name mean? The cousin of entropy. Uh,
1: cousin, entropy. cousin entropy. Entropy is uh, the. Oh, uh, no, I know
0: entropy is yeah. Entropy. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's uh, what is always augmenting at the point. So uh, that one was published in um, in English, in French, in Galaxy, and in English in uh, in the Future SF uh, mm-hmm. in uh, last year. And uh, now uh, I, uh, I'm trying to republish it, republish the translation, the English translation. And it's a story that uh, I really like, It very short.
0: What is that about? Uh,
1: uh, that story is uh, humanity is on uh, the verge of the black hole that was uh, sitting in the center of a galaxy. They are very much changed. So you have the unattached that uh, are in the space since uh, uh, several billions years and uh, they, they, they are completely changed. You, you do not recognize those. The, the narrator is like a little planet with uh, eight, uh, eight million eyes. So, so we can perceive every part. And they are live long and also they can um, slow down the time. But the attach are the part of humanity that stay on the planets. And uh, with the time, they had also to evolve technologically to survive. And at the point, the two branch of humanity Uh, are waiting because uh, the stars are winking off one by one, like a city uh, that lost its suburbs. So uh, it's that story that is uh, the cousin entropy. So uh, it has been, it is published, it is available uh, online uh, for uh, free on the website of Future SF Digest. I will give you, yeah, I will give the the website. And uh, and my little company will uh, also indie publish uh, that book
0: interesting so when you show something like maybe uh like give a few words about what it's about because i think that way people will be uh really interested yeah uh so of course. how did people react when your first uh things came out like when you were first published how did uh the readers react
1: uh but the readers are mainly uh young adults. Uh, i have a few adult readers too because I, i'm doing but um Uh, The the reaction is mainly, um, when you do science fiction, Uh, my first book of all was uh, quite uh, easy to follow, Um, it was uh, Clouds of Phoenix in French, and so uh, it was appreciated, it even uh, won a prize. Uh, a general interest surprise, mm-hmm. and uh, at the point, what happened? And I can tell you, I have just to uh, to go because I'm visual. I need to uh, touch and uh, see the things that I'm talking about.
0: No problem.
1: Here it is. Uh, so this is the uh, the first uh, book uh, ever published. Vem- then well, uh,
0: Let me same. guess what it means. Wait, let me see how good my French is. The um. The Snow of the Phoenix?
1: Uh, clouds.
0: No. Clouds. clouds
1: of uh, Planet Phoenix. Uh, the Clouds of Phoenix. And that story uh, went to, uh, was a finalist at a very uh, good uh, General Literature Award for first novel. And uh, the two other novels were not science fiction. And that novel won. And there were a lot of journalists in the, and news and reporters, literary reporters, or things like that, cultural, uh, in the uh, in the assistance, mm-hmm. because it was at the Salon du Livre, at the book fair, and uh, when my book was announced as the and I did not expect that as the winner, you could see the the red sea of journalists that parted away and left, and I really? was uh, there. Why? Yes? Because it's science fiction, it's not good. It's not real literature, Mm -hmm. but uh, I I don't say that any everyone parted. But I I could see the people like uh, going dwindling away, and uh, finally uh, there was maybe one article by someone who uh, who who enjoyed the book, but um, for my other books. Uh, I managed to, uh, like that one is another series. It's a space opera with a, a crew, uh, with an, an incompetent commander. So it's a comedy. Like, so it's action Vierge pour the Jules Verne.
0: What does that mean?
1: Yes, exactly. Jules Verne being the name of the, that, uh, big, uh, um, uh, that big uh, ship there. And uh, I, by the way, I designed all the ships of my... Uh, That's that really universe. good. So,
0: very impressive.
1: Yeah. What the piège uh, so, um, uh, I, My signature is on the cover of some of those books, but the official artist is Jean-Pierre Normand, which is a, he's a very good artist. But I, I did uh, like uh, the uh, the sketch. So uh, most of the preliminary sketch of that one, that one... What, what does the piège pour the mean? Like okay. Like... Uh, Jules Verne is the name of a ship. No. What does also piège mean?
0: What does piège
1: mean? Oh, a trap.
0: Trap for the. Jewel. A trap. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, I am uh, wo- working on that in English, and it won't be that title. It will be another title. Okay. So uh, the first okay. book is translated. I'm translating it myself. It takes time, but uh, and uh, when I translate, I add details. So it's very fun. <laughs>
0: That is the luxury you get. The translators don't. You can you the author, so you yeah. can change things.
1: They certainly, so the the most recent one is um, is that one, which was published by. Uh, okay, this is uh, it's the very
0: the Paloma, the secret yeah. of uh, Paloma.
1: Yeah, Paloma is a, a character in the story. So it's a story about a, a Paloma's friends, like who is called Alouette and uh, she uh, knew uh, it, it's just a very psychological story that one very simple uh, Contrary, uh, the opposite of the first one at the same editor you can see the the this graphical signature of uh, david this is a yeah. project yeah and project that was yeah yeah that yeah. was his near future in montreal and it is very, very complex story. I wrote it for adults, not for necessarily oh. young, but uh, more young people in. And uh, they, they were, it was appreciated cool. by uh, a lot. Uh, a so let's girls. start. It's called Le
0: Projet uh, Hitoriel.
1: Okay. It's the first novel I wrote uh, at the point and uh, I had to rework it. But that, uh, I didn't do the cover, but uh, I found the cover, what they did, very nice. Mm-hmm. And there is a little girl who runs from a lab and uh, she met other people on her way and those people will try to help her and there is like a, a conspiration behind that it's a but it's very uh, there's a lot of different kind of people with different interests in that story it was quite complex and uh, the secret of Paloma is on set on a um, a very remote world uh, that it is a dangerous place you cannot stay uh, outside after the sun is set because uh, the pressure of the uh, the air on the planet uh down very dramatically mm-hmm. and so uh, that one is really a psychological story as well as a story where the setting is the main problem not, there's not a big baddie in that story. It's really the problem, the psychological of that group of people who try and the children and the adolescents there, who has not shown, known as, uh, none of the adolescent uh, adolescents in that story has um, chosen to come to the planet. It was their parents' choice. So you have those people, those uh, adolescents, young people who, who who feel uh, stifled in their, um, in that the place, the shelter, and uh, they, and sometimes you have also people who take their own life, and uh, because of despair. So it's a big, uh, big problem of that story, and it will be eventually solved by uh, the the main character, but it's a story where you have to understand that it needs a village to uh, raise a child, but it needs also a village to help someone who has been broken by life. So hmm. this is a second of Paloma. Yes. And uh, that, that one has a good reception.
0: It was? It wasn't? It huh? wasn't a good reception or it was a good
1: reception? No, it ha- that one, uh, no, no, it received a good reception. Oh, okay. uh, I know it is. Fi- it wi- might be finalist at some, some prize and some nice. literary prize. And the, the writing is quite accessible for the age group that it is uh, aiming at. And um, in that, it is the contrary to the Project Et Suriel or all my other uh, books. That one, um, I pull a lot from my own emotions to write it. And it shows.
0: Yeah.
1: Sounds so, great. You can do hard yeah. science fiction with a lot of emotions. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh... Can can you like can you talk a little bit about like what's it like to begin as an author? You know, m- most of the listeners here you know the English speaking uh science fiction, but and I, I think at least I don't know a lot about um Yes. French science fiction, French comics, oh. uh, Canadian science fiction. Yes, yes. Canadian,
1: like, uh, French uh, what's the scene like? Oh, uh, I think it's French-Canadian science fiction. And um, also it's, um, I, I just tried to, to find something because I need uh, to, um, uh, the French-Canadian uh, scene, at a point I was uh, mainly a, uh, uh, um, as I showed you, a comic artist, but I went to a a launch by uh, another comics artist, and then I I met Jean-Louis Trudel, who is uh, like a uh, French-Canadian writer, uh, and uh, I I thought he was like in the comic scene, and he told me, oh, we're uh, French-speaking science-fiction writers, and I said, oh. (laughs) And eventually, I joined uh, the group in Quebec because I was in the province of Quebec, Now uh, I know uh, I am in Ontario uh, in the Toronto area, so I'm far from Quebec, and I am in the minority of French-speaking people in a mostly English-speaking province. So it's another uh, thing. So uh, to begin is uh, to do a lot of uh, book fair. And to have maybe, uh, and I talk about that in my uh, Sunday Artists, you have maybe uh, one people on uh, about one on 20 people that will stop at your table and look. Like uh, if you are like a general literature or um, suspense or thriller writer, you will have maybe one people, uh, everyone over two. But uh, when a science fiction writer is maybe one person on 10, one person on twenty, that will like naturally gravitated to them. So what I'm I'm conscious conscious of, sorry, my English is uh, affreux, uh, is that I have a very very narrow pie slice of readers, not a wide pie slice. So uh, that's why we we have uh, when I am at a salon, I'm always have to. Almost grab people and say, "Okay, take a look, and if you like it, uh, uh, you can uh, have it, me sign it." And uh, so I, I did. Do you appeal only to
0: Canadian uh, French Canadians? Surely you can appeal to French-speaking people across the world, including in
1: France, uh, and Belgium. And, oh know. yes, uh, I, I did. I did went to uh, to Europe two times uh, for a book fair. And it was nice, but uh, you have to understand that there are many, 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 many books, and um, if uh, you don't have a real big uh, fan, need a big fan base, that is, uh, uh, it's difficult to keep uh, the the awareness of uh, the existence uh, there. For instance, uh, that uh, series that is uh, five books of uh, uh, it is called La Quête de Shahas, which is like Shah's Quest. Shaz being the name of the main character that is a young man in a civilization of spy gardeners. And what's not uh, quite?
0: What's the quite?
1: Okay, the quest, a quest. Oh, the quest of Shaz. Okay. But uh, the when it will be in English, uh, I am. I, uh, it will be uh, rather like uh, the um, uh, something about the gardeners' world. Uh, it will not be the same uh, because it's a series. So uh, I, the first one will be on Honor roads, on road, and it is uh, that series. I I did the, that series for um, uh, depressed teenagers, especially depressed boys teenagers, because the the main character is a very impulsive boy that does a lot of. Um, uh, Sometimes he, he he do. Um, uh, okay, sorry, I lost uh, the word for Betes But uh, he's uh, he, he makes a lot of mistake. He makes a lot of mistakes, and uh, he has to repair them. But he's very generous. So uh, at least it, this uh, this is a, a ba- this character. And uh, I did that story uh, and the whole culture to provide like a, a reading that will uh, take people off their um, worries, and especially for. Uh, boys and uh, it, but it was uh, bis- it was a series that was nominated at uh, several literature awards and even science fiction won science fiction awards but it doesn't have a lot of appeal like uh, the, the young people those who read it loved it but they didn't say it loud enough <laughs> so, uh, it's a, it's a reality in the, yeah. the, the, the world that, uh, and uh, it's simply because it's good to have some bestseller because when I give example, I can give a, the example of a bestseller, but uh, like Harry Potter I can speak about Harry Potter because to everyone knows. So it's good to have a few bestsellers, but uh, it, it was good that uh, I, make a, I made a lot of efforts just to promote the books. So now I'm writing more than promoting. And, uh, how, how did you I like? Know, how do
0: you? How are you able to promote things? Like you've done this for a few decades now, right? How are you able to sustain uh, your emotions in, during that time? Like, don't you get depressed? Isn't it too much? Do you say I just want to write? I don't want to promote. You
1: know. Uh, well, I, I like um, since I started my little indie publish company. Okay, I published for now a lot of small books that are simply uh, stories that have already been published. And those stories I, um, th- those stories that have been published and so I simply reprint it, reprinted it. So those uh, story that uh, in French and in English, because in Canada, we are bilingual. And um, like that one comma, uh, how to think inside the box. Uh, I will just show you because you can see the title. Inside this, the yes. this has been published in um, compelling science fiction, and uh, I'm quite happy with that story. And so it's easy uh, when I do go to a book fair to have physical exam- physical copies of the books, and they are also very short for people with a short span of attention or for people who has. Um, who, who, uh, who live with uh, memory, uh, memory loss. they are easier to they are faster to read. And uh, th- this is uh, I'm quite proud of that. I'm doing some um, I'm beginning uh, I will start uh, to publish uh, longer books uh, soon. So uh, I, I have a lot of uh, those uh, little books, mainly reprints but some are uh, also uh, new stories.
0: And it's not hard? It's not hard to to work so much?
1: Uh, It's not work. It's fun. But uh, some... I don't mean the writing. I mean
0: everything around the
1: writing. It is work. Like uh, I'm uh, trying to publish a a book and I have to manage the platforms. But uh, what I like is uh, doing the... um, I I love to do uh, the, the graphical design. So the graphical design of all my books are from me. And uh, they have their signature there. And it's it's this is fun to do. It's, it's very satisfactory to do. And uh, I, I can say that I have maybe 40, 50 hours a week with writing, with uh, doing the graphical design, with putting things up, uh, with uh, writing my blogs too, and uh, with uh, submitting. So I can show you something that uh, you will find uh, very fun to uh, sure. it is. Yeah, because I, I managed to get published by that uh, magazine.
0: How did you do that? Like, how did how, It's hard to get published by Asimov. Did you just send it? Uh, we try oh, yes. for so years to send, you them send stuff. send it
1: by email. You, know? uh, mm-hmm. you have you you can send it electronically. But what I do, I will turn Absolutely. the, I will turn the. So you show this is oh. my uh, submission, uh, Excel.
0: Online Excel, yeah, it's an Excel on the computer. I mean, and it shows which who you submitted.
1: Yeah. To and so and, yeah, wow, yeah. That's the red are the, uh, the the rejection, and blue the they are those that I want to submit. Uh, the those are the yellow currently submitted right now. Uh, some were accepted in the green there, and. Um, you see, I have. Oh, uh, I'm in the B. I'm almost uh, to the C. So I have maybe almost uh, 80, 80, uh, 80 uh, short stories that are doing their rounds. Those are all the more recent. And um, uh, Listen, uh,
0: all, I, I, I can this. tell you in all in all my also decades of writing, I've yeah. never been that organized. Never. I have forgotten that I sent stuff out. Like I rely
1: well, on my memory, and it is I'm never I, that organized. I uh, I I did um, what I what happened is because I try as move and the top markets is two thousand five, and I submit and I submit, but I had like uh, less less stories at the point, and at the point I uh, my father was the one who introduced me to science fiction. And uh, the, there was a special, a very nice word that uh, the Shailer did. Uh, this is my stories, and she wrote a very. Nice-
0: Bay, science fiction, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a shooting uh, like in a Smith, uh, movie sense. Okay, they uh, it's a movie that is uh, sh- shot at on a deserted island, except the island is not as deserted as it off,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and it's a comedy. And it, and so what she wrote is because the selling the tale to Azimov is the realization of a promise Michelle made to a dying father that she would one day get published and buy the magazine he was holding in his hands. It's because my father, the one who introduced me to science fiction, uh, uh, it was in 2014. At the, in the fall, uh, he was very ill, and, but he was reading and he was very active in the on hospital. And so I, I promised him, one day I will be published in Asimov. And then I put a lot of effort to put out stories, but uh, not only as more Analog, Apex, uh, Fantasy and Science Fiction. I haven't tracked that one yet. And, uh, and uh, so I got published uh, gradually by uh, English uh, speaking magazine the French magazine I'm um, published since maybe 15 years I don't have a lot of problem with the French magazine I just have to put out the uh, other other French stories first of all that's and that's so, so, uh, that's uh, so, uh, so great about uh, your father like not the, the yeah mother. yeah uh, so uh it's just because I decided to put a lot of time. I did try to live as a scientist because I studied in geography and in civil engineering too. And I love doing the mathematics and things like that. But I found out that what I would do as an engineer or as a geographer would not be as like unique as what I'm doing as a writer and a storyteller. So uh, I, I found out that I decided at the point that, okay, do I really want to go and pursue a career in science that, that where I would be like unsatisfied? And I, I thought, because I was doing the two, huh? I was uh, studying science and doing my comics and writing. And at the point, and I married also, I had a child. And at the point I decided, okay, it's a lot. And what, what really? And I found out, um, I I decided, okay, will I I do just just engineering, even if I'm a good engineer or an astronaut or things like that, or would I be a science fiction writer and a storyteller and just doing that? And I found out I would not live just being a a scientist and an engineer. And so I continue to uh, use it in my stories. So it's the best of both worlds.
0: That's great, yeah. That's great. And um, what are the uh, Canadian uh, magazines? Okay,
1: you have, uh, and I have uh, near them. You have a fine magazine, like it's called Solaris, like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, uh, in Quebec, where it's published in Quebec City. Uh, You can see that I have a story in it there. Uh, It's uh, it was this uh, this spring. So it's, a, I have one story. And it's in, in French, California. okay. Yes, it is a French. Uh, this is another, I don't have a story yet, but they have accept. Uh, this is on a... Onspec. Onspec is a Canadian, an English Canadian, and it's in Alberta, which is a province in the West. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are uh, fine people also. Uh, they are all benevol- all volunteers. And uh, those are very good uh, stories. Uh, they are never annoying. I, I like that little uh, story. Never and, annoying
0: uh, is really good. Yes. <laughs> huh? Yeah, what? Never annoying is really good.
1: Yes. <laughs> and you have the galaxy. Uh, I have a story also in galaxy. that one. It's a thematic, uh, yes. It's a thematic um, the number uh, issue and uh, inspired by Ursula Le Guin and uh, things like that. And I, I, I wrote a nice story set in one of my science fictional universe. I, I like the violet. It's my favorite color. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on.
0: It says it, okay. this issue is about uh, genre and sex in science fiction.
1: Genre and sex. <laughs> Yes, science fiction. Yeah, it's all the, the discussion uh, about uh, what is. And it's a French, it's not Canadian, that one. It's a French magazine. And uh, it's a good market. They're very. What were the uh, stories nice. about? Solaris, sometimes you could. Oh, uh, the of well, the uh, condition yeah. feminine. Uh, it's about the relations uh, and also the sexual identity, how uh, who you see yourself. In my story, I have a, a little girl who has two mothers, and she has two biological mothers on Mars, planet Mars. So uh, it's a story that is uh, very, like, not too complicated. But uh, the little girl tries to do something to gain the respect of the other children uh, around her. But what she does is. Uh, uh, she's uh, uh, she's uh, the soleil of the dome, uh, the soleil of the bridge shelter of uh, the Martian. Uh, I think you can say a dome in English. And uh, so see, she shut off that little sun. And uh, but her mothers get a lot of uh, problems with that and uh, she does she doesn't end up to get the respect she hoped she would have. She okay. was the biological uh, daughter of two, mo- two women and so she was despised by her class uh, by her uh, other the other children. so she tried something special uh, to gain their respect but she uh, she does not And she is consolated because her mothers are very, uh, a good, fine woman, and they don't care about what the other things about them. <laughs> and so one uh, of the mother tell the little girl, look, you uh, you make the mistake of not respecting yourself. Mm. And th- that is a simple story, very simple story set on planet Mars.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. And uh, that one is fun. Uh, nice. What was that one? Oh, okay. Uh, closing the Big Bang. Uh, The original story was published in Fiction River uh, 22, which is uh, an an anthology of science fiction. And the Big Bang is the name of a bar. It's not the the galaxy, the the special event, but uh, the bar uh, do uh, do, uh, organize special events too that that are like star, star system size events. And people go to that like a party. So it's another kind of stories. So I, I have several, I, that I have stories that are sad, but most of my stories are like a little upbeat. And most of the stories, if I can't like who uh, to uh, think inside the box, uh, it's a story where we have uh, extraterrestrial, uh, a race that lives in the in a box, but uh, they need movement on their planet, they need movement too. And uh, that, uh, that, that box is like a big Rubik cube in space. And at the point, the box stopped moving and uh, they, they are going slowly mad. So, how do they solve that problem? And uh, that book is uh, one of our rare books that is uh, is dedicated to Erno Rubik.
0: So, what? I can't
1: say. Dedicated to Mr. Rubik. Oh.
0: Rubik. Okay.
1: Rubik's and, spirit, uh, Yes. Yeah. So, uh, that one is uh, is easy to find in uh, my uh, on Amazon. Uh, if you search my name, it's uh, you can have the 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 physical uh, copy or you can have the uh, electronic copy. So it's a short story. It's mm-hmm. about uh, five thousand words.
0: Can I ask you, so, like towards the end of uh, the podcast, uh, yeah, what what kind of things are you working on today? Like what,
1: uh, if you can uh, share today. Okay, what I can share, oh, uh, today uh, I was working on, uh, I'm working on another story, uh, novel, which is uh, inspired by uh, Alexandre de Saint-Exupéry. It's uh, a sequel to The Paloma's Secret also. Mm -hmm. Uh, The sequel is already almost finished. I I am now, uh, what I like to do is like, uh, I, I take three terms. On the, and I'm, when I each turn, I un- enrich the story. Uh, I pepper the story with details that I forgot to add. And that's just make the story more thick and rich for the, the, the reader. Because uh, I, I like to share things with uh, the readers and to share uh, the another story. I have two uh, short stories that I'm trying to finish for two uh, call for texts for anthologies. And uh, one was too long, so I have to write another. Oh, no. I, I, so I, instead I, of
0: shortening it, you wrote another story?
1: Uh, I began to shorten it, but at the point, it was so fun writing that story that uh, I have my maybe uh, two, 3,000 words over the limit. So mm. I decided, okay, I can hack it to death, or I can just uh, take the same characters, uh, what I did, and uh, uh, I have begun another story. I don't know uh, where or how long it will be. I have some time to do it. It's not It's not for tomorrow, but uh, there are uh, the, the stories. And this I can tell you, it was fun to write because it was written in a few days. Yeah, and uh, m- the most of the story was written on Halloween day. And uh, I was in my, my uh, Pirate of the Caribbean's outfit when I wrote that story, <laughs> I take all day. And I was uh, responding to the door, to the, to the children at the door with my uh, Pirates outfit. And I, I really like that. And That's so nice. uh, it was for an anthology. Uh, th- that story was rejected for the anthology. I submitted to uh, oh. Asimov and eventually Asimov accepted it. So, so nice. Yes, yes.
0: Good. Thank you so much. For coming and talking to uh, talking to me and uh, yeah,
1: me giving too, us yeah. a real
0: view into your world.
1: Yes, yes, certainly. So you see, this my uh, my, my abode is uh, my uh, is a basement. So oh, uh, okay. yes, yes, it's my. Uh, so uh, you, you can see, and uh, it, it's it works very well. Uh, The only thing that I would like to do again, because I have less time for that, is uh, doing comics again.
0: Thank you very much to Michelle. Before we go, she wanted me to mention two things she didn't get to say. She runs long distances and is training for a half marathon. She did two full marathons, but the training is time-consuming. And what helps a writer is when people leave reviews on the various platforms, even bad reviews can help. Keep that in mind. If you want to reach Michelle, go to the show notes. There are links to her official author blog, the English blog, her publishing company, her Twitter, her Facebook, her Instagram, her her books on Amazon, her Patreon, and Goodreads. All of that is in the show notes. Next time on Give Them Empowers, because there's always a next time. And our quilt is made up of so many people and so many types of people. Next time, we talk to an author who will show us a side of Western science fiction you haven't seen before, not unless you're from Africa. That interview will change the way you see Western science fiction and fantasy, and for me, it gave me nightmares at 2010. Really <laughs> so, stick around for that, seriously. Geekdoming Pals releases three episodes a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays! What did you think of this episode? Email me at guy.hasson at H-A-W-S-O-N at geekdominpows.com. The website is geekdominpows.com. On Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we're at geekdominpows. In the future, in the future, I always promise this, and at some point, we will have the YouTube will go up finally. All those episodes and Michelle's hat and, uh, glasses uh, on YouTube. That's coming soon. My name is Guy Hassan, and if you want to check out my other podcast, uh, the daily podcast, The Squash Buckler Diaries, which is an experiment in epic fantasy, feel free to check it out. That's the way I empower myself. The Squash Buckler Dies podcast. I will see you next time, and for now, have an empowered day.